whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello there. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time and talking to us. And sorry for the technical difficulties right now. It must yeah, be a that's Wednesday. The my, that's the story of my life, te technical difficulties. I don't mind. <laughs> well, before we talk about the future of Man of War, we need to talk about the recent past because you did the most surprising thing of this year. You, you toured as your own tribute band and everybody was like, this can't be happening. This can't be true. It cannot be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? How, how did you come up with this idea? Well, you know, with Man of War, we want to do the very best we can for our fans. You, you know, we fought all our life to protect our fans, to protect the money they pay for the tickets so that they get the best quality concert, the best quality shirts. You know, it, it's been for us a passion to make sure nobody fucks with our fans. Yeah. And, you know, before we go out on a big tour where you have to depend on 30, 40, 50 other people, you want to make sure that the show is right. Yeah. You just can't walk into an arena and play. You, you have to prepare for it. And it's really, really expensive to rent an arena yeah. to just go rehearse. And that, then it only gives you just a little portion of the information. The real information, ah, I just got a coffee here. <laughs> Normally it would be beer, but I'm starting with coffee, then we move into beer. It used to be the other way around. Wake up, start with beer, then get coffee later in the day. So, um, what we need is information yeah. from the fans. And the only way you can get the information of which songs to play, which order, you know, the energy goes, the fans have to really give you that information. And you can't get it from a rehearsal hall. You can't get it um, by renting an arena. Um, you know, you can't get any of that. Thank you. And so for us, it was important to get out on the road, make some noise in an atmosphere where we could assemble the information. We could have the real fans there with us. If we make a mistake and fuck up, we can announce it and say, <laughs> hey, sorry, <laughs> we fucked up and have an atmosphere where we could really be close to the fans, talk with them, yeah. hear what they say. So that was really, you know, the idea behind it. And Of course, we didn't we didn't want to say Man of War is going to play this thousand seat club because then there would be 10,000 people outside trying to get in. <laughs> and it became it became a real fun, yeah. fun. And everybody was having fun. The fans, uh, the band, the crew. And it's just something really, really, really special. And so in preparing for this next tour, we said, let's let's do this again and make it make it special because it gives people a chance to come and see the band where they might not normally be able to get to a bigger city. And a lot of the younger fans, you know, where the parents have to drop them off and pick them up, they can't drive them to a big city like yeah. Frankfurt or, Berlin, so, or Munich. So it's really an opportunity for everybody to have to have a lot of fun and for us to really communicate with the fans 
and hear exactly what they like, what they don't like, what they want. And that's really what it's all about. <laughs> it's really good. I've been recording on the microphone here, but I also want to record a Zoom call. Yeah, sure. So uh, that'll be nice. <laughs> I'm going to record this too, okay? This meeting is being recorded. Okay. There you go. It's official. <laughs> We're going to make you famous now. You're going to be a star. Ah, uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. It's okay. They told me that no. 20 years ago. It never happened. <laughs> yeah, but it will now because we've already made a deal with a porno site for <laughs> you to appear. Yeah, the, so. ple the pleasure slave. <laughs> Great. Now, the tour that's coming up is an anniversary tour. But there are so many anniversaries that you have to play for 18 hours straight in order to, you know, celebrate everything you have to celebrate. I mean, how do you gonna cope? How are you gonna cope with this? That's the horrible part of my life because you can never make you can never make everybody happy, and it's it's terrible because yeah. whenever whenever I come off stage and I'm going, you know, back to the dressing room, and I hear the fans, go, you didn't play my favorite song, <laughs> <laughs> and I spend my life saying I'm sorry. <laughs> Because it's true, because everybody has a favorite song, right? Everybody has a favorite record. And you're exactly right. We would have to, you know, play literally for maybe a day to try <laughs> to play every single song. And then somebody would still say, yeah, but I was hoping you would write a song that would sound like something. You know, so you can only just try to do the best you can and play what you hope the fans want and ask them on the Internet, communicate with them and, and hope that we're going to at least try to make everybody happy the best we can. Um, it's uh, funny because, um, you know, it's been, you, you recently released new music, but you didn't release a whole record. I think the last whole record, you know, like this uh, with new music was 10 years ago, actually, you know, 2012. So I think that a lot of fans and many fans are, also, I mean, besides all the anniversaries, stuff, they're waiting for new music. How, yeah. how are you going to get all this together? C can you? Yeah, it's, well, you know, it's a nightmare. Here's the problem. Yeah. Like, the, the stuff that we just released was yeah. a, a small portion of a huge, huge, big work, much bigger than The Triumph of Steel. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of the appetizer, which a lot of people didn't understand. They're mm -hmm. like, well, what is this shit? You know, classical music, <laughs> narrations. So, but that music was all composed the way Wagner composed. It was setting the tone for the future of what this big work would be. Like yeah. Meisterwerk. And so a lot of people misunderstood it. Well, while we were planning this big epic about Odysseus, the gentleman who spoke the narration as Odysseus passed away. Mm -hmm. So now we can't honor him mm -hmm. with this work because he's gone. He wouldn't be able to perform it live. So now we are going to condense that into a smaller piece that will, of course, honor this great Greek story and honor the life of, uh, you know, Kostas Kazakos. Mm -hmm. He was the greatest greatest actor in Greece. So that made us kind of shift gears. So now we're working on songs. I'm going to play a little bit of something for you. Uh, we're working on songs that are what people would normally expect instead of some big, epic, long three, four hour piece. Yeah. Now we're going to be, you know, working on songs that I think people would more expect from Man of War, you know, ass kicking 
stuff <laughs> that will fry the hair on your balls, basically. <laughs> so, but that's going to, you know, I, I imagine that you're going to tour with this later in a, in a whole different setting and scene. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this, this anniversary tour is what it is. We're going to be playing, you know, hopefully all the stuff people want, but there'll be a couple of the newer tracks in there, stuff that's hard hitting and, and kicks ass because, you know, the band now has a different guitar player, a different drummer. Yeah. And of course that, that changes, that changes the energy structure of the band. And, and it always happens when you have different members, you know, come in, they bring their energy to what, Manowar is. I mean, it's still Manowar, but you're with a different personality. It's like a different girlfriend, whatever. You know, you get yeah. you get more information. You know, you mix whiskey and beer. You know, you still have a lot of alcohol, but it's a different fun. <laughs> How did Manowar, the band, and uh, you know all you guys out there? How did you, how did you cope with the whole pandemic years now? Was it hard for you guys? Was it impossible? It was fucking, fucking miserable. Just, just yeah. horrible. Um, because for, for us, I mean, let me say it a different way. It was horrible that all these people in the world suffered and, and people died and got sick. So that part of it was terrible. Yeah. Um, the only good thing I can think about it was that, as we mentioned before, people thought we were retiring. All we said was we really want to just take a break so you don't get burned out. And I think everybody, you know, particularly here in Germany, understands the expression habit of burnout because you can do something for so long and then you really need to get away from it. Well, take a holiday. You know, Germans are big on holidays, that's for sure. <laughs> and they're big on work. And I think that's why, you know, it works uh, as a country. And it's the same thing with ma with musicians. I think if you don't take a little bit of time to just go, you know, then you're just going to do the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. So the COVID thing gave us a chance to take some time away from touring. Yeah. We had no choice. But during that time, we built a new, a new studio. So now we have two studios. Um, we're so heavily into immersive audio. You know, my, my new studio has got like 30 speakers all around the ceiling and the walls. And that's the future of sound we make. So, you know, the positive side was we were able to take a break, build a brand new studio and uh, survived it. And uh, we're here and now we're recharged and ready to crush the enemies of metal. <laughs> Who are the enemies of metal nowadays? I mean, so much has changed over the decades. Oh. The same assholes that have always been in this business, bands that don't respect the fans and think they're a bunch of stupid assholes who are just there to pay money and give them a shitty show, you know, small PA system that's distorted and sounds like shit, no lights, no energy, no passion, no, you know, no sweat and blood and excitement and love for the fans. People who just want to fucking squeeze the fans like they're a sponge. Yeah. You know, and drag every fucking dime out of them without giving anything. Um, yeah, just assholes in general, you know, promoters who don't respect the fans, anybody, anybody who doesn't respect the fans of metal is an asshole. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, yeah, sehr gut. 
Sehr gut. Now you, you don't only play bass, but you have a, a, you started a podcast, The Words of Power. Obviously, uh, people like you, such as you, you have so much to say. But uh, was it something that you did just because, you know, you had the time to do it? Or um, is it something where you go like, no, this is exactly what I always wanted to do. And now, I, you know, now I can go for it. Well, both. I mean, I, I, when we had the time, it was, it made me think, well, maybe it is time because I'm constantly getting questions from people. What do you think about this? Well, how could I do that? Yeah. So it was just a combination of having the time, having the ability and having people write in about so many things. And just like the spoken word tour I did at, you know, around that time, I had no idea it was going to be a success. Yeah. You know, in fact, when, when we talked about the idea, I'm, I'm saying, why the fuck would anybody want to come and hear what I have to say? You know, I really sincerely felt like, oh, let's try it, you know, but it turned out to be something people really enjoyed. And if people want to hear, you know, what I have to say, or they want to ask me questions, if they want to really learn about what life really is in the music business, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, I'm enjoying it. And, um, Yeah, so the podcast is another, it's another outlet. And recently, I just decided that, you know, instead of hiding away in the studio every single minute, I'm going to share some of my life with, with the fans, which a lot of people want to know. Like yeah. yesterday, I just did a, a video uh, in the airport about going to these airport lounges and trying to get some sleep and try and maybe get a coffee. And you could get killed in the food line. The moment they bring out that fresh food, there's more elbows flying than in a Steven Seagal movie. You have to protect yourself. You could get really fucking seriously injured when these, we call them in America, plate loaders. Like, <laughs> you know, when they have the, the buffets. Yeah, yeah. Like you pay nine euro and you get all the food you can eat. And you see these people with the plates like this. You know what I mean? You have to have like Arnold Schwarzenegger in order to carry the plates of food that walk in the room. And if you get near them, you know. So, so you know, these are some of the experiences that I'm sharing with the world, and people they think it's funny, but it's reality is always right. You couldn't pay somebody in Hollywood to write a story about my life and about the things we go through. You know. Like last night, the fucking hotel that we're in. We're here in Berlin. No heat in the fucking hotel. I'm pushing every fucking button on the thermostat. It's doing nothing. You know, I might as well just open the fucking window and woke up in the morning with fucking icicles on my balls. You know, it's just, it's fucking crazy. The shit that happens. Who can plan this? You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm sharing my life now and just aspects of it because I want people to see the reality is not what people think that, you know, you're fucking just walk onto a fucking private jet and they're holding a glass of champagne yeah. and there's two fucking boy bunnies naked waiting to get down. Don't I wish. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's fucking walk into a hotel after getting off a plane flight for 24 hours, no sleep. The minute you start to get to sleep, <gasps> And how the fuck can you sleep then? And then what? You call the fucking front desk. Hey, you motherfuckers, I can't sleep. 
Hello? Yeah, how you want to sleep here? Uh, uh, do you have a problem? Yes, I got a fucking problem. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean you're sorry? <laughs> Maybe you want to go to another hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to go to another fucking hotel. Where? 45-minute drive? Unpack all my shit again? You know. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a crazy fucking life. <laughs> is the Leben, it's hard, but somebody's got to live it. Yes, it is. I, yes. I cannot stop laughing, but I still need to ask you questions. My Leben is scheiße. No, it's not. You joined him, yeah, it's not shit. Manchmal, my Leben is scheiße. <laughs> but, you know, in moments like this, I can, you know, with people like you, I can laugh about it because yeah. when I see you laughing, at least there's a benefit to my suffering. Okay. <laughs> I made somebody laugh. And if the fans can laugh, good. Yeah. I'm happy about it. But I mean, it, it's really interesting for people to know that it is, it is hard for a band um, to tour. People yeah. see just the when we're on stage, which of course we're having fun. How can you not have fun? We have the greatest fucking fans in the world, the most loyal fans in the world. I, I can't help but have fun and enjoy myself, even though all the while I'm up there, I want to make sure everybody's really enjoying themselves and yeah. the security, leading the fans with respect, all that. But that's one hour a day. The yeah. other 23 <laughs> is some of the stuff I'm telling you about, you know? There's a, I got to go back to your new record, because if I got that right, this record is pretty much finished or isn't it well um let's say some songs are pretty much finished Because okay now that okay. now that we have a new guitar player all of a sudden as i said it changes yeah. things and yeah. you know ideas come and oh, yeah, let's try this and try that so i'm going to play you a little bit of a song and you can at least get an idea I yeah i'll tell you the name But I can give you an idea, so let me know when you're ready, and then I will blow your head off. Oh, I was energy. born ready to be to have my head blown off by Now, you. Dusting. <laughs> Now that is the way to live. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Go ahead. Okay, no, this is just this is not finished, but this is an idea. Yeah. Okay? Uh, it's about energy and about guitar and bass playing a thousand miles an hour together and in drums and everything. Okay. Yeah. You know what's, what's amazing? You can play this to anyone in the world who likes metal, and everybody would say this is Man of War. You don't know anything. It is Man of War. And this is the thing that burns my ass, because <clears throat> when, when I'm on the Internet, right, yeah. and I'm trying to answer as many people as I can, because I'm having fun doing it, right, yeah. that you always get the oddball asshole who has a comment, right? Now, there's 20 <laughs> comments, right? I love it. Amazing. This is Man of War. Oh, that's the style. Oh, very good. And then one asshole, right? I don't think it's anything new. <laughs> no, nothing surprising here. Of course there's nothing surprising, you fucking asshole. We've been together 40 years. We have a sound, a look, an image, a style, a message in our music, just like Dio, just like Motorhead, just like ACDC, just like Uriah Heat, just like every classic Scorpion, every classic band has their sound. 
They have their style. And the reason they have their fans is because they didn't shit in their fans' faces. Okay? By changing and doing some happy fucking bullshit. <laughs> it, it's just so amazing to try and communicate with these fucking... Yeah. We're not people. We're not shit shovelers, okay? We don't one day say, okay, we're a country band. The next day, oh, no, we're jazz. You know, no, next next day, we're fucking pop. No, we're Manowar. And if you like Manowar, you are welcome at our shows. If you're an asshole, please don't come and disturb our fans. Yeah. Don't get, get on the website. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't care if people hate us. That's okay. You know, that's life. Yeah. But I just don't want to invite them onto a website to disturb the people that are happy, just like the concerts. Why would somebody buy a fucking ticket to just stand there like this? <laughs> if you're miserable, what, what the fuck? Go home, get a psychological test, find out why you're so fucked up and fix yourself. You know, we all got problems. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know? Life to this living is too curt, but it's a shizer. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. sir. It sounds like you have a lot, you know, just within this two minute piece of music, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun doing this. You just oh, totally get into it. If, if you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't understand when you start out to be a musician that your life is going to be a life that most of it belongs to to the public, to people who are paying to see you play, people who love your music, they want to get to know you. And in doing that, you're going to have to accept that your life is public. Yeah. And that's okay. You also have to accept that people are going to hate you and hate your music, which is okay. I accept that too. But if you don't like talking to people, it, and I even like talking to people who don't like my music, you know, mm. I have called I've called journalists on the phone that pissed on me, but they did it in such a brilliant way that I could see the person had talent. Yeah. So I've called them and said, Hey man, you are such a good writer. I read your review. And the guy's like, I thought you want to kill me. <laughs> I don't want to kill you. Of course you hate my music. You hated our concert. You can even hate me, but I can't say that as a writer, The way you wrote and described things, you don't have talent. So I try to appreciate the good yeah. in everybody. And doing interviews like this, it's it's fun for me. It's great to talk about what we do. And hopefully, maybe I can help people understand a little bit more about how much we really love our fans and how much we how seriously we take everything. And it's not an act, you know. How, how could you do something like this all your life? I mean... I picked up a guitar at 10 years old. This is who I am. This is what I do. And I love it. And I'm having fun. Yeah. And if people enjoy what we're doing, great. If you don't, go fuck yourself. It's that simple. I'm happy. And everybody should be happy. If you're miserable, go to another concert of a band you like. Because we're having fun. You know, there's, there's, 40, there's four decades of Man of War. And uh, time flies while you're having fun. Uh, I see a lot of bands that are, have been around longer than yours, but where their lead singer gets problems with their voices. Now, Eric Adams is one hell of a singing god. 
I'm just basically afraid that there might come a time where he, you know, his voice wouldn't be that powerful as it is right now still. Do you ever, you know, think about that, that something like that might happen and might affect everything? Well, we have never overplayed, okay? Yeah. We have never been the kind of band that toured every week, every year, every month. And so we protected, you know, I protected his voice so that it wouldn't be damaged. And we, even when we tour now, he has to have proper rest, Yeah, you know? We tell him to restrict his talking because, you know, whispering is bad for your voice, a lot of things. So, plus he's a studied singer and he's able to sing properly. Yeah. And plus yeah. we're not, we're not going to burn out his voice. So, you know, it's like anything else. You have to protect what you have. But I'm sorry, but these guys are on my ass right now to kind of wrap this <laughs> up. I know. Now, you know. Now that's where the I, beer comes in. <laughs> well, you know, but I just want to say that this is this has really been fun. And I'm happy. I'm happy to pick up the pieces um, on this. We could call this part one if you want. <laughs> I'm happy to have you, you know, reschedule this with our guys and, and girls that are that are putting this whole promotion for this tour together, we can call this part one and we can pick up part two whenever you want. No, whenever, whenever you guys are on tour and um, we see, we gotta, we gotta go face to face somehow uh, because that's the most well, fun. I'm, you guys, I'm happy, to come, you, I'm happy to come down to the, uh, to the, to the station. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You guys been to our studio yeah. twice. It was always so, just so brilliantly entertaining. You know, whenever we talk, it's just, it's just cool. I had short hair back then, but Mr. Demai, I need one favor, one last favor. Mr. My father was Mr. God rest his soul. Just call me Joey. Ma, but I need to call you, sir. I'm sorry. With all due respect. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm too young for that. <laughs> okay. Point taken. My pleasure, brother. Have, Have fun care. during the rest of the day. Thank you. Stay strong. Stay strong <laughs> yeah. You too. Bye-bye. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.